Good afternoon, everyone. As we're beginning to learn about the beginnings of Pesukei de Zimra, the Brach of Baruch Sha'amar, I thought it would be appropriate to give a basic introduction about what's the reason why Chazal instituted us to say Pesukei de Zimra in our davening every single day and have that as a lead-in to the explanation of Baruch Sha'amar in general. There are basically three, at least three reasons for the institution of Pesukei de Zimra. The first is quoted, found in the Gemara in, in Brachos, quoting the Mishnah, there it says, A person is not allowed to daven, or shna daven, unless he has a certain seriousness. And that was the custom of the Hasidim Harishon, who would wait an hour beforehand to get their, themselves in the mindset to have this uh, pr- presentation before davening. The Gemara in Brachos, Lamed Aleph, Lamed Aleph, presents another abraisa, which presents that they actually had the custom to say, A Advar Torah, and that would be a way for them to get in a certain mindset of Simcha, learning a clear statement of Torah, and that would allow them to be able to daven properly. The, the Gemara concludes that, that the Rabbanan did like the Mishnah, they would have this status, this feeling of Kobar Rosh, and Ravashi would follow like the Brisa, who would use a Halcha Psuka before he would begin davening. Based off this, Gemara Tosus explains, Rabbanan, Antaf, Lamed Aleph, Lamed Aleph, since we have to be able to, in the Spalimitok since we're not allowed, supposed to daven or not allowed to daven with certain lightheadedness and lack of seriousness, we need these both aspects, the seriousness and also the joy of, of doing mitzvah, like for example, learning Torah. That's where the minig developed, or the, the custom of, the, of Chazal had the institution of saying Pesukit Zimra, and as well as Ashrei before, uh, before Tzfilah. And this is the, uh, one of the sources, the main sources, to the institution of Pesukit Zimra. It's an expression of Kovod Rosh and Simcha Shal Mitzvah. Similarly, Tosh Rosh, with a little bit of a different wrinkle, he says the point of Pesukit Zimra is in order to be Osek B'Divrei Torah, following Rav Ashi, who would follow the Brisa, that you have to have halacha, you have to have some Divrei Torah as a form of enjoyment in order to be, get yourself in the mood to be able to, to, uh, to uh, prepare for davening. In other words, as the Meiri highlights, the point of Pesukit Zimra is us, is enable is both in order for us to have a certain Yishev to focus, and 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 also to have the ability to be misorer ha'adam behem to have some inspiration so the person can be humbled as he's about to engage in davening. Pesukit Zimra in, in this context is basically the introduction for the mind for the for the mindset. To daven properly. Another approach to Pesukit Zimra is more of a technical approach. The Gemara of Rozar Daftal it says in order to daven, a person has to first be Masader, Shvach Tokosh and then say Shmona Esrei. And while most of us understand this to be referring to the first, brach, first three brachos of Shmona Esrei, and then we ask Bakashos, the Bach, and based off the tour, understands this to be a reference actually to Pesukit Zimra. And he asks, how did Chazal have the right to institute a bracha, which wasn't quoted in the Gemara? Baruch Shamar and Yishtabach are two brachos which are not found at all in Shas, and nevertheless we find them in our davening and we are chayat to do them. So the Bach explains the obligation for these brachos comes from this obligation to be misader ashvachim before we ask Hashem for, for things in Shemun Esrei. In other words, the point of Shemun, the point of Pesukit Zimra, the chiv of Pesukit Zimra, while it is a form of praise to Kash Baruch who is coming from this technical obligation and chiv that to say before we engage in tefillah. So these two approaches are similarly both hachanas to tefillah, to Shmona Esrei, 
One is a mindset preparation, and one is to fulfill a technical requirement of being a Sadri Shvachim before Tefillah. The third approach is quoted, is found in the Gemara in Shabbos, Kufi Chesmabes. There, the Gemara says, Amr Yosi The Gemara says, Rabbi Yosi would always say, he wants to be part of the group of people who would finish Halal, finish halal every single day. And the Gemara asks, but if a person says Halal every single day, he's being Mechari from Megadi, for whatever reason, we'll see later, he's blaspheming on Kodesh Baruch Hu, not taking Kodesh Baruch Hu's miracle seriously. So the Gemara says, no, this quote, this quote of Rav Yossi is only referring to Pesuki de Zimron. That's the example that where a person is not Mecharif and Megadif and that a person should do every single day. And based on that, Rashi explains this Pesuki de Zimra that a person must do are referring to specifically, the literally, the Pesukim of Zemer, which are Halu HaShem and HaShemayim, and Halu Kelbekacho, the last, these two Mizmarim have a praising of many different beings as the first parag of Halu HaShem and HaShemayim implies, or different types of instruments used to praise, as the Parak Palus indicates. However, other Rishonim indicate that this is more than just these two prakim, it's actually referring to a more robust form of Pesukim, more similar to what we, we experience. The Meiri, quoting the Rif and the Rambam, understands this to refer to the Pesukim to refer to Tehillim David, which is Ashrei, until Sof Tehillim, until the end of Tehillim, concluding with Kol HaNeshama Ta'alka Haluka. And based off that, that's the reason why we have um, this obligation every single day, as well as the brachos of Baruch Shemarin Shtavach to, to complement the beginning and end of this process, this miniature halal, and enable for the, to be more of a formal process as well. I, explaining why it's important to mention halal every single day, and why specifically it's not a form of chirif and giduf, the Talmud Rabbi Yonah quotes Rabbi Yonah himself, who explains that normally, when a person says halal, the halal it's for specific events which have occurred, and we're asking Akash Baruch Hu for them not to happen again. In his lashon, Iker Kriyasa Halal Hu Al Koltsar Vesar Shul Tavo Al Tzibor. We say it after every event that passed, and we say it shouldn't happen to the Klai Yisrael again. And if a person says that every single day, that looks like he's basically saying the miracles that happened. They already happened, they're not going to happen again, and that's the form of Chirif and Gidaf, if you say that every single day. But, says the riff, David, which is the Iker expression of Halal, the, the Ashray is the Iker expression of Halal on, during, for this, this form of Tefillah, this form of uh, Halal that, that Rabbi Yossi did on, on, in Sech Shabbos, that is implying praise to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, not just the past, but also with the future, what Hashem will do, and also that what He is doing currently every single day. And if you say that every single day, that's not rejecting Akash Baruch's ability to create Nisim every single day. You're, in fact, you're praising and expecting Akash Baruch to do those things, and that's why it's not a chirif and gidif. So in the language of Rebbe Yonah, highlighted, highlighted really by the Meiri and the Rif, it seems to be that the focus of this point of Gomer Halal, St. Pesuki de Zimra, is to enable a person to have a deeper appreciation of Akash Baruch Hu's involvement in our life and our expectation of Akash Baruch Hu's involvement in our life as well, and we're praising him for that experience as well. And not just like Rashi, who seems to just be saying these are two prakim of praising Akash Baruch Hu um, in general. Following this understanding that Vujraham explains, we added many more prakim, not just the last five kapitlach of Tehillim and Ashrei, including Ashrei, we included actually 10 prakim, 10 different mizmorim to be included in the process. Um, as the Riben Yakar explains, if you go through these 10 prakim from Hodu until the end of Vayvarch David, 
and we'll get to the extra things that are outside of that as well. These things are expressions of ten mizmarim to complement the ten mamaros of creation. Baruch Shemar is talking about Akash Baruch creating the world. Baruch Shemar v'haya olam. Hodu is talking about Shemayim Sapu the creation of, of those heavens. Mizmar Sod is talking about light. Ashrei is, is equivalent to praising the land, which was created for people to live on. And it goes through all these different prakim, going through each process of creation, expressing praise to Akash Baruch through that development. So just to conclude, it seems like this third approach seems to be assuming that the point of Pesuk is not necessarily connected to Shimon Esrei and Tefillah, it's just the value in praising and recognizing Kosh creation in the world. And that is something, and expectation that Hashem will be involved in our lives, and that itself is something to be praiseworthy, praise Kosh Baruch for. Now it's true, through that experience, a person can also fulfill the first two ideas of Pesuk to bring a sense of Kodrosh and Simcha Mitzvah, as well as Shvach to Kosh Baruch before Tefillah, but this is what the emphasis, is, the emphasis of many of the Rishonim in Masech HaShab is talking about. You find, as an aside, this, on this latter approach, different ideas in, in Hilchos Pesukah de Zimra, um, which, in which they come up. So, for example, with respect to Hafsakos, the Shulchan Aruch Paskins, that we follow Hafsakos, similar to Shema and, and Halal. In the sense that between Prakim, you could respond in Akavo, and Mesha Shalom Chal Adam. If you're in the middle, middle of a, a parak, you could respond to Yira. And the Gra explains in Simon Nanalath and Arachaim Sifkan Nivav, it's because it's the same thing. It's no different, no better than Brachos Kriyashma Halal. That's in fact, that's the basic premise of what these Psukhizimra are, the forms of Halal. And similarly, you find a different, uh, this progression as well in, in terms of a person comes late, those Halachos. We find that in the Shulchan Aruch, there's stages of what person says. First, we follow Shidas Rashi, say Ashrei, as well as two of those two Kapitulcha of Tehillim, which Rashi mentioned. And if you have more time, you fill the Rif's opinion. If you have more time, you fill Du Hodu and by Baruch David, basically building off of the core obligation of Sukkot Zimra, and then building off if you have more time to fulfill that obligation. In terms of now moving on as a as the, with this background of Sukkot Zimra, we are now going to start engaging about praising HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as the Abu Jaha mentions, talking about creation and Hashem's involvement in, in our world. Baruch Sha'amar, as the Torah explains, is something that was uh, instituted by, by the Chachamim. Now, it's not so clear which Chachamim instituted this. As the Sefer Tikkun Tzvila in the Sefer Otsra Tzvilos explains, there are indications in many places that this was actually instituted by Chazal, as the as the language is similar to what Chazal used. There's a medrash quoting the there's a gemara quoting the Yerushalmi, which says that if a person speaks between Ishtabach and Yosor, you can't go to the Machama, which implies that they had a nusach of Ishtabach even in the times of the Gemara. Um, however, it's not totally clear exactly practically when when did the Baruch Shamar come. There's a lashon of the Taz. The Taz quotes a lashon of the Sefer Tolas Yaakov um, in Simon and Aleph Sifkat and Aleph, quoting the Orzarua, who says that the Shvach was created by Anshikness Sakadola because there's a pitka. There was a letter that fell from Shemayim, and they they found this this state this statement of Baruch Shamar found inside. But the Primagod quotes Brichalish, who says he doesn't understand how could this be the case if we never found this quote in the Gemara. So it's really a little bit of a discussion when Baruch Shema was created, but it definitely was created at least by the times of the Gonim. The Raman quotes it, the Halacha, the Torah quotes the Halacha to say it. So it obviously existed beyond, at that, after that point. And before we begin explaining what the nature of Baruch Shema is, the structure and its meaning, there's one word which 
obviously is actually the first word of this tefillah, which I think is the forefront of this, and in general, explaining a lot about tefillah in general, and I think it's a great opportunity to talk about it now. That word is baruch, bless. And the question many, all the Mepharshim have, is that how is it possible that a person can bless a Kaddish Baruch Hu? As the Chinuch writes in the Mitzvah of the Tavlamid, he asks, he doesn't understand how could it be that we say words that they don't make sense. And ostensibly, saying the word bracha implies that you want a person to have more chachma, kavod, ho, tov, all these great blessings, all these great things. But to say that about a Kaddish Baruch Hu, who is the creator of all these things, he, he made it all and, and has it all, it makes no sense why we would be blessing a Kaddish Baruch Hu. And therefore, we need to find a deeper and more nuanced understanding of what it means to be mevarich Hashem. So the Chinuch gives up his approach. <clears throat> and this is found also quoted by the similar quote, quotation of the Rashba in his Chuvah, Sechelik Hei, Simon and Aleph. And there he writes, <clears throat> in the Chinuch writes in Mitzvah Lamed, <clears throat> that the point of bracha is not to give HaKash Baruch more than more brachos, that's impossible, rather it's for us. And his Lashon is, La'askara, la'orer, nafshinu, b'divrei pinu, b'divrei finu, kihu ha'mevorach. It's for us to recognize that HaKash Baruch Hu is the one who is blessed, who has all the good things. And as HaKash Baruch Hu, one of his midos is, what he, the way he expresses and interacts in our world is, be, is being a tov, and to be good is to be native to others, to be good to others. So by us, appreciating and understanding and internalizing what it means that a Baruch Hu is mevorach, then anu when we make a bracha over certain acts that we do, through this and our internalizing that a Baruch Hu is the source of all this, we're going to be we're going to be able to draw from his brachos and allow a Baruch Hu to be either give us give us slicha, refuah, osher, anything, all this is an expression of hatava. And similarly, Says the Chinuch, this is the expansion of Yisparach, where the Lashon is Hispael, it's a reflexive. We're saying Akash Baruch is Mivarach. Again, it's not that Hashem is Mivarach because He already has everything, and we don't. It doesn't make sense for us to give more to Akash Baruch That's impossible. So all it is basically is similarly as He explained initially. The point of Bracha is for us to recognize that Hashem is Mivarach. So when we say Yisparach, we it's basically a tefillah that we want the world to recognize that Hashem is the one who has all the bracha and all the shefa that can, He can give to us. As an aside, he concludes, this is partially the reason why we have bracha b'chasima, psicha b'chasima, because we, if we're saying a bracha, we're asking for hamshacha satov, it could be confused that we're asking Hashem for a reward. And that's not the way we serve a Kaddish Baruch We serve a Kaddish Baruch because we have a relationship with Him and we want to serve Him. And therefore we conclude with a hoda, a recognition, just the point of the Hamshach is to enable this hoda, this recognition of Akash Baruch Hu is bracha in this world, and it's not for necessarily for like an evident Shnoth Pras Mirabo. And that approach of the Chinuch <coughs> was almost basically rejected by the Nefesh Achaim. In Shar Bey's, Aparik Bey's, he writes explicitly, he says, Ein Lashon The Lashon Baruch is not a praise of Akash Baruch Hu, like many people think. He says, and he has a Uriah for that, we find in the Gemara Brachos, that Ashkash Baruch Hu tells you, Rabbi Yishmael, B'ni Barachini. He says, please, Hashem, Hashem says to Rabbi Yishmael, my son, bless me, which implies that there's a Tefillin Bakasha going on. And he says, based on this, since it's a Tefillin Bakasha, and not a Hoda, a recognition, as the Chinuch indicates, he has a new understanding of what, tfil, of what Bracha means. And he explains the word Bracha comes from the Lashon of Tosefes Veriboy. It's a, a growing, increasing amount of something. As you find... Um, take my blessing, 
all these are expressions of, of increasing in growth and, and a multiplicity of, of good things. And he develops the Nefesh Chaim. They were not asking Akash Baruch Hu again that Hashem should be Hashem be Mosif. That's impossible. We don't have, first of all, we don't understand that and we can't, that, that, that Hashem is already complete. But rather, his, in, in his language, all our tfilos and our avodas Hashem, basically, the Torah, is through our interactions with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, whatever we can perceive, whatever we can relate to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and that's how we're davening. We're obviously not davening to the midos, we're interacting through those midos to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and that's our, that's our connecting point to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And because of that, we're saying, we're asking HaKadosh Baruch Hu as a bakasha, the following. We want a Kosh Baruch Hu to be Mamshech in his language or Veshefas Kedusha Me'atzmus Lisparach Kvis Orus Hamagia Lehem Imasya Adam Shakal Ishmi Amsugula. We're saying to Kosh Baruch Hu, we want to be able to have that Hamshachas Ha Kedusha and the Ruchnius of a Kosh Baruch Hu, that connection through what we're doing and are we are and we're able to interact with the Kosh Baruch Hu in a better and more real way for on our perspective. And that's his understanding of the lashon of the medrash, which says lo barak lo nitan lo nitan mitzvos shlo elu letzarif emesabrios. The entire point of mitzvos was letzarif emesabrios, and the nefesh alchaim explains the word letzarif can mean not just refine but to connect, and that's the point. The point of the mitzvos was is our connecting point to our kadosh baruch Hu through our actions and through our through our avoda. That's how we connect to our kadosh baruch Hu. So that's the point of bracha. It's our request that we ask that we should be able to, in his language, through the brachos and tefillos that we say, we're going to be um, be allocating and, and preparing ourselves to be able to accept, receive whatever this uh, this flow of kedushas arlyon is, and that will come unto us. This kedusha, this bracha, to the amsegula to us who are garmu v'savu l'chol kavodazeh, who are causing, who are in, who are enabling this uh, kedusha, this kavod of a kashbarchu in this world. In other words, for the nefesh Chaim, the point of bracha, baracha Hashem, is a real request. We're asking a kashbarchu, but we're not asking for him to be marbe anything. We're asking for him to give us to be marbe to us more of his kedusha and our elyon through our interactions. Before we get to the third opinion, which is seemingly in, in many ways an extension of the Nefesh Chaim, it's important to note that the Nefesh Chaim in Sharbeis Perkei notes that the way a person can be Mosif, this connection to Akash Baruch Hu, is not just through Brachos, but through Maisei Adam, And that's a major part of, a major theme of Nefesh Chaim, that through our, work, our works we can really have an impact and influence on, on the, the Olma Ruchni. So based off that line, Refers sounds to be following the same thought process as the understanding of Nefesh Chaim, seeing bracha as a means of not a not a tila but a literal request, but not a request for Tosefes Riboy, but rather from our perspective a commitment to be marbek rochemaim and be mamshich Akash Baruch Hu's kedusha into our world. Refers explains in Sefer Bereishis Perak Tes. Noach blesses shame to be bar, to be mevarach, to be blessed, and he notes 
like Rebbe you can't say it means Tehillah because we have all these Lashonos, we're asking Hashem, Nishmas Kolchai Tivarech Hashem. It's not saying it should be a Hoda, we're asking Hashem, we're asking man to do an action of Hoda, of Bracha. So it must be that there's some action that's going on. It even proves that more than just that, it's not just a a halal because we find that the the shamas that the, the Torah uses sometimes is that when it, the malachim are mevarich Hashem, that the world's mevarich Hashem, baruch nafshi Hashem, my soul's mevarich Hashem. So it doesn't sound like it's a halal per se. It's it's, it's different than halal. It could have used the lashon halal if that were the case. So rather, Rav Hirsch explains, as he notes in Chorev, in the English version, page four seventy five, he says the verb baruch, which means to bless in the Hebrew language, expresses the designation of an object, in deed or in word, in the same way. It means actually to bring blessing to someone or to wish him a blessing in words, thus furthering the circumstances of another person or to express that they be furthered. The point of bracha, in the words of Rav Hirsch, in the understanding of Rav Hirsch, is to further, almost very similar to the language of the Nefesh Chaim, to be mamshech, uh, something, to another person. But in the relation to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Refresh explains it means to either further by deed the purpose set by Hashem for development, which is good in, according to the Ratzon Hashem, fulfill His will, or to declare to Hashem the furtherance in, in your own speech that you want to fulfill His Ratzon Hashem. As Refresh explains in another place, in, another, in, 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 in his parish Torah as well, in Avoda, we do actions to express our, our Ratzon Hashem, and Bracha is the way we express is, is, is way is the way we express the Ratzon Hashem through our words. When we make a Bracha, says Refresh, we are pledging. That's his translation. We're pledging to Hakadosh Baruch Hu and promising that we're going to use all our kochos to serve Hakadosh Baruch Hu properly. That's similarly why Refresh explains that we all that. What makes tefillah b'makom karban is not the bakasha shabo; it's the bracha at the end of each bracha, of each section of the Shemona Esrei, where we're basically committing ourselves, as we recognize the Kash who is the rofe, who is the befarnes, who is, uh, who does so many great things to us. We're committing ourselves. That pledge is the same expression as that we find b'makom karban. That also refers to explains in another place. That's um, the idea why. We use the lashon of Baruch Lekelayon by in, in Sefer Bereshis Parak Yedala Pasigetes that that Malkit Tzedek blesses Avram Avinu that it should be a blessing to Hashem, not from Hashem, because his job the, and, and the job of any tzaddik is to take the brachos of, of what he gets and use it towards Hakadosh Baruch Hu and bring it back towards Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And that's the idea of Baruch in the eyes of a Hirsch. Very similar in, in many ways to the Nefesh Shachayim in the sense. That not only is it a request, and not only is it not that not specifically that it's a request from Hashem, but it's a commitment to a Baruch Hu to be marbe kvod shemayim, unlike the nefesh Chaim, which was who was explaining that it was a request to Hashem to allow this to happen. But in the words of Refresh, it's it's a commitment to actively in our capacity be able to serve, serve Hashem properly, and that's what we're going to find in all the brachos and all the praises that we're going to be mentioning in the field that have the word baruch. Following Refresh's understanding, it's saying we recognize Akash Baruch Hu as this and this, this, with this and this praise, and through that we're going to now pledge ourselves to commit ourselves further to Avodas Hashem and fulfill the Ratzon Hashem more.
So now following with this introduction, we can now start to explain the nature of Baruch Shamar um, in the, in the tefillah. There are three parts of Baruch Shamar. The first part is introductory praise of Hashem as the creator. The second section is, again, introductory words of praise and blessing to HaKadosh Baruch Hu as he's involved in our lives. And the third section is ultimately the bracha that we're going to be making, um, blessing HaKadosh Baruch Hu that we're going to be using the tefillahs, that the, the, the praise that David HaMelch used, and we're going to be using it ourselves to praise HaKadosh Baruch Hu and recognize him, and we conclude with a blessing that he's, Hashem is the Melech, the king who's praised and, and mishtabeach. Following into the structure, the first part, as we mentioned, is blessing HaKadosh Baruch Hu for creation. So we say, Baruch Sha'amar Olam, blessed is Hashem, who says and creates the world. And refresh on the Seder, following his, in his parish we mentioned earlier, understands that the word Baruch means a pledge. So we're basically saying to HaKash Baruch, we pledge to become a blessing and express Hashem's Rasul in this world by our recognition and our meditation on recognizing that Hashem is the creator of the world. Baruch Shamar Vayalam, he's the, he's, the, he, he's the creator of the world. That Abraham emphasizes the word Amar, Hashem created the world simply by, by talking. There wasn't any act, action that was necessary. This is another just praise of HaKash Baruch Hu. The next line we say is Baruch Hu, blessed is he. Now, the word he, who, is, is, a, is a general term. It's, it's saying Hashem is, exists as an entity, but we don't really give any specific, specificity to that definition. So the Grah, and this Birah, quoting, quoted Bishmo in a parish Allah Tvila, explains that Hashem created the world when, at that time, when Hashem created the world, there was an undefined recognition of the Kash Baruch Hu, it was nothing was formed, and all we know is, is this truth that there's this being called the Kaddish Baruch Hu. So we say Baruch Shamar, it's connected with Baruch Hu, because Hashem created the world, there's nothing else developed yet. Hashem is blessed, and we pledge with that recognition, and we ask, as the Chaim explains, we ask for that Riboy Brachos through that, and through the Chinach, we recognize that Hashem is the Mevarach through this recognition. Then we continue in the expressions of creation Baruch Gozer Makayim. Hashem is Gozer, he decrees and establishes. Baruch Osa Bereshis, he creates Bereshis in general. Um, Refresh notes that these two clauses are written in the present tense. Hashem decrees and fulfills, makes and creates, which implies Hashem's constant involvement, both in the Osa, which is the natural world. Gozer Makayim, however, implies more of an interaction with humanity, the history of humanity. Hashem is involved in that as well. That's all an expression of Hashem's creative power. We move to the second section, which is the introduction, introductory notes about blessing Kash Baruch Hu and his involvement in the world. So we say, Baruch Merachim al Aretz, Baruch Merachim al Abrios. Hashem has Rachmanos over the land and over creature, creations, Refersh, and the Yun Tefillah both note that this is Hashem's Rachmanos both over the general, Hashkacha Klalis, the Aretz, the land, and Merachim al Abrios indicates. Um, Rachmanus over each individual Hashkacha Pratis. Then we mention a different expression of Hashem's Hashkacha, Baruch, Mishalim, Sachar, Tov, Lireyav. Hashem is, gives extra schar to good schar to those who fear him. And Refresh explains as well that this is a comment explaining Hashem's extra Hashkacha over those who serve him, who are Yari Hashem. The Vujraham understands this to be a justification really to the previous comment. 
explaining that Hashem is Merachim al Aras but nevertheless, we know that Tzadik Varalo, Rasha Vatovlo, how is that fair? How is, where's the Rachmanis in that? So once we know that there's Sachar Tovli Reyav, there's a Olam, Olam Haba, there's a, a world where the world will, will balance itself out and whatever was correct will, will be repaid for. This statement of Sachar Tovli Reyav justifies how Tzadik Varalo can exist in a world where Hashem is Be'etzim, Merachim al Aretz. The next line in this section is Baruch Chayv La'an V'Kayim L'Netzach Hashem is living, Hashem stands forever Baruch Pode Umatzel, Baruch Shemo Hashem is Pode Umatzel and Hashem's name is blessed Different, Farshim have different understandings of how to break down this, this, this subsection in this general section Refresh understands Baruch Chayv La'an V'Kayim L'Netzach is one praise we're just recognizing Hashem's eternality um, beyond time and Hashem is also does Hatzalah, protects us from danger and protects a person. However, the Iyun Tefillah understands that this, these two statements go together. Because Hashem is Kaim Lanatzach, we can be confident that there'll be an ultimate redemption either through the form of Hatzalah, which is immediate protection, or through Pidjon, which means that even if a person was already in, a, in the enemy's hands, Hashem can still redeem them and take them out. We end up with this section by saying, by saying Baruch Shemo. The word Shemo, unlike who, there's some recognition, something attached the same way that a person has a name, it's a reference point to get to the person, to talk to the person. So the same way, by understanding Kadosh Baruch Hu, we have an access point, we have a shame to understand and recognize and have a relationship with Kadosh Baruch Hu. So we're saying, through this name, through the shame, we're going to be blessing Kadosh Baruch Hu. The last section, after this, these two introductions, mentions now the bracha, the ultimate bracha, which is initiating Pesukit Zimra. We start saying, Baruch Atah Hashem, Elkinu Melech Alam. We, in the words of Refresh, we pledge to you, Hashem, who is the, the king of the entire world, or we want the Hamshacha Habracha from Hashem, Hakel Ha'avarachaman, who's the power, the mighty power, the father, the merciful father. The These two terms, father and Kel and Av, have different connotations. The Gra understands that the Rakel simply, simply means power. Hashem is the complete power to decide one's life. Um, man's not able to prevent that from happening, Hashem, unless Hashem wants anything from happening, unless Hashem wants uh, that to actually happen. So we recognize that Kosh Baruch is the Kel. We also recognize Hashem as the Av. Um, the Gra understands this to be a recognition of Hashem Tashkacha as a father from cradle to grave, from his entire life. Refresh understands Av to be an expression of Harachaman. Uh, this, that similar connotation as a father cares for, their son, for his son even when the child is unworthy and man recognizes that he's able to confront Hashem with that recognition. In the Ketun, in the Bracha, when we recognize Hashem as the Kel Ha'avarachaman, we also mention HaMuhulah B'Fa'amo, who's Muhulal in the mouth of his nation, Meshubach Umfu'ar, who's going to be Meshubach, and these different expressions of praise, Mefo'ar, B'lashun Chasidah V'avadav, in the language, in the tongues, of his chassidim, his pious people, and his servants, and his slaves. In this context, the Ion Tfilah understands these three languages of halal, shvachim, fe'er, to refer to different expressions of praise to Hashem. Hashem. We're saying Hashem is muhulal, that's just general praise that's recognizable to anyone in the general public. Shvach, mishubach, is specifically referring to praise which could potentially be seen in a negative light, but then the person rec- highlights that there's actually something beautiful and meaningful and, and praiseworthy about that trait. And Mephoar is like repair, like crown, 
which is highlighting certain unique traits of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, um, that are expressed to man. So after mentioning all these praises, we continue by mentioning in the bracha, and with the shiros, the shira, the, the songs of David, your servant, we will be with, with shvachos, with zmiros, with different shvachos and zmiros, and we'll also be negadalcha, nishabechacha, and fa'ercha, v'ramlechcha, malkeinu, elokeinu. And we'll be, after all the praises, we'll be ma'amlech Hashem, our God. In this, under this understanding, what we're basically explaining, or explains the first, is this is the, the crux of the bracha, is now saying we're going to be initiating with the pesuk of Zimra, which were, were created by David HaMelech, and we're going to make a, a, a bracha that we want to be mahal you because we want to enable these praises which Shavuot was inspired with for man to now use these praise, prayers to have them penetrate his soul, his personality, and become a person who's more in tune with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. In terms of defining all these different ter- ter- terms of praising HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Schwab and his sitter and his parish I'll, I'll, on the sitter um, goes into detail of, of these, different, these different five different definitions. When we say Negadalcha, we're saying it comes from the word gedilim, which means to intertwine. We're intertwining different experiences that we have or that we're experiencing when we read the, when we read the psukim of Tehillim to create a general picture of Hashem in our lives. Nishabechacha, unlike the Ion Tefillah's understanding, which is highlighting the good from things that are not appreciated or disliked. Rav explains the word nishabechacha means to appreciate the Baruch even amidst difficult situations, which is a little similar to the Ion Tefillah, but from man's perspective. Nifa'ercha, Rav Schwab explains it means praising Hashem in details, and even Tfilo's understanding, it's going to be praising Hashem with highlighting the specific examples that Hashem, uh, that highlight our, that it should be highlighted toward, towards man. Now, Sekir we're going to mention your name, and as Schwab explains, man, the person who's making this bracha describes Hashem and recognizes Hashem, even though he doesn't clearly have any deep understanding of Hashem, he just recognizes Shimcha has some appreciation and association with Akash Baruch And through all these all these statements that we're saying, man will accept the Omach Hashemayim because of these praises and recognizing Hashem as the Melech. Continuing in the bracha, Yachid, Hashem is unique, Chei Halamim, the, the the living being of the world, or, or not, we'll see what that means. Melech, who's the king, Mishubach, Mufar, who is Mishubach, as we mentioned earlier, um, praiseworthy, and Mufar, also specific type of praising, Adeyad, Shemo HaGadol, forever, with his name, with his great name. These, again, are more different types of, pra- of praises, um, specifically recognizing Hashem's greatness, his rulership, and his immutability. All these three different expressions are found in uh, specifically in terms Hashem is the first explains this means to be referring to Hashem as the ultimate source of existence um, and everything else not being connected to that existence which is connected to the word it's unique and unusual and, and singular um, other Mepharshim, as Ian Tefillah explains, means Hashem is the Chei who's going to create life for the world. That's another praise we have of Akash Baruch Hu. And ultimately, we, after the end of all these praises and describing what we're going to be doing and, and, and initiating all these brachos, we make a bracha, Baruch Hashem, Melech, 
Hashem is Mehulal through Tishbachos, through these different praises. Uh, Refresh explains this comment concludes the prayer with a final declaration of Baruch, a pledge of a person is going to become a blessing for Kash Baruch Hu, with all the praises that a person is reciting, he will become even more sincere in recognizing Hashem's greatness. And following the explanation of the Ion the word Muhullah Batishbachos is a specific phraseology. As we mentioned, Muhullah means a general praise, but that general praise is only elicited through the Tishbachos, through people highlighting the tzaddikim and the unique individuals highlighting the things that people don't appreciate from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and that gives an appreciation for the rest of the world to see the great parts of HaKadosh Baruch the great expressions of HaKadosh Baruch Hu in life, and that will allow the rest of the world to generally praise HaKadosh Baruch Hu, recognizing that as a good, um, those traits as, as praiseworthy. So to just review this, this tefillah, we give two introductory statements, and then a, then a bracha, um, initiating Pesuk de Zimra. To prepare for this praise, we, a person pledges and meditates on the various aspects of Akash Baruch Hu in this world. He pledges to become a blessing for Akash Baruch Hu and recognizes Hashem, Hashem as Bracha and to be Marbe, the, 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 the Birkas Hashem and the Or Hashem in this world um, by expressing the Rasun Hashem throughout his life. A person w- making this Bracha reflects on Hashem as the bar- Sha'amar Va'aya Olam he recognizes him as the Omer Ve'ose, who creates the world, is involved in the world, who goes from Mekayim, Ose Bracious. He's not only running nature, he's also running history and constantly doing that on a daily, on a current basis. Then moving on to man's mediations, meditations on Hashem's Hashkacha. Hashem is Merachim al Aretz, Merachim al Abrios. Hashem cares for the land, the general Klal. As well as the particulars, and a person pledges to fill the rest of Hashem through that experience. And even though it doesn't seem that way, Hashem is still Mishalim Sachar to and specifically is Mishalim Sachar to those who are extra Sachar to those who follow Hashem. Hashem is Podo Matzil, Hashem protects people when they're in danger, and even if they're already from danger, and even if they're already in danger, Hashem will, Hashem will take them out. And that's an expression of Hashem's immutability. Hashem's Chai, that a lot of the Kaim Hashem lives. Um, beyond is beyond everything else in time, and therefore Hashem was able, obviously, able to to deliver that. And at the end, this person concludes that that section, Baruch Shemo, he has an access point to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, a shame to connect to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and through that he's going to be blessing Hakadosh Baruch Hu through that. With that internalization of these thoughts and emotions, the person makes a, bl- a bracha to commit himself to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. He approaches Hashem, realizing that he's number one, the caring father who cares about the person from throughout his entire life, um, as well as, even if he's not worthy, as a, as a loving father. And he recognizes as well that Hashem is in control of over all of reality. The person takes note of all this, and he recognizes that Hashem is Mahullah, who is praised with full recognition, with full world recognition of this truth. Meshubach, even when things that don't seem to be... Um, Praiseworthy of Akash Baruch Hu, there's some bad experiences in a person's life. He still recognizes that there's some, there, there is good in them, and there's some, there's things to be praised. And before then, he highlights the details, um, the praises that Hashem is, is praiseworthy of. With that, he now says, "We're going to use the prayers, the, the shiros of David, who used who used these tefillos to be glorifying Akash Baruch Hu. We ourselves are going to be using using these mezmarim 
to enable us to have them also penetrate our soul and our persona and our feelings of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We're going to use them to be Nekadalcha, to take different experiences, to create a general image of a the general perspective of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We're going to Mishabech, we're going to look at the Hashem's praise, where it praises even amidst difficult situations. Nefa'ercha, we're going to look at Hashem in details and highlight the good things. Naskishimcha, even when we don't fully understand HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we're going to have the ability to recognize uh, the some recognition of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and praise Him through that. And Namlicha, and through all this, hopefully we'll get to the point of Namlicha where we're going to accept Omach Hashemayim through this experience. Ultimately, feel, fulfilling uh, the feelings of, as the person concludes, recognizing that Hashem is the ultimate existence, the unique existence in this in this world, uh, that beyond this world, who gives life to this world, and her opinion again, Hashem is the Melech, who is Meshubach um, until um, forever with this great name, and the person with all this pledges with again a Baruch Ata Hashem, Melech Mulabatishbachos, recognizing Hashem's Malchus over the world, and recognizing as well that through those difficult Tishbachos, even through those difficult situations and things that aren't clearly recognizable as praiseworthy to Hashem, through expressing praises of Hashem, this will enable the general world and the person himself to have a general, to have a, a more clear recognition of Hashem's praise, which is expressed through Mihulal. So, look, putting it back together, this is the reason why we're having this bracha is, it, is an introduction to Pesukah Zimra. It's obviously preparing the person to recognize Hashem as a creator, and we're also using and uh, introducing and speaking to Akash Baruch saying we're going to use these tefillos to these mizmarim of Tilim to be able to now further our relationship with you and prepare ourselves for the tefillah, which we will be ensuing in the next few minutes of the day.